this night unites this. All hands prepare to be scared, frightened, and disturbed. <laughs> Welcome to Unsolved Mysteries of the World, Season 4, Episode 6, our Halloween special. On this episode, we will showcase eight real ghost stories that were sent to us by our listeners. Thank you for listening, and please have a safe and happy Halloween. Now, on to the stories. Story number one, The Faceless woman. I've been driving past a cemetery for about four years, and each time this old cemetery has given me the creeps. It isn't abandoned and looks just like any other old cemetery you would find in Illinois. It dates back to the 1860s, and it has a modern section to it on one side where sometimes, when I drove by, I could see a funeral taking place or the gravedigger preparing for one. I started working the late shift at the pizza place because the pay was slightly better and I would get weekends off. But that meant I was driving by the cemetery twice at night. Each time it gave me the damn creeps. When I drove by it, I would turn up the radio and try to ignore it as much as possible, but I was always drawn to look at it, even if it was for a brief second. On my drive home from working late one night, I saw something in the cemetery. It looked to be a woman, and she was walking along the rows of tombstones, but as I picked up speed, she seemed to have disappeared. For a whole month, I saw this woman figure every now and again in the cemetery. Last Halloween, we were all telling ghost stories at my workplace, and I told them what I had seen. One of my co-workers claimed to have seen the same thing, and another said there was a rumor that the cemetery was haunted. Someone suggested we should all go and check out the cemetery after work, and four of us decided to embark on that adventure. After all, it was Halloween, and we all wanted a good scare. We weren't prepared for what we were about to encounter. We drove up to the cemetery gates and parked outside. We were all joking and laughing, but then we got serious and decided maybe we should get out and look around to see what was going on. I was handed a small flashlight, and together we hopped over the locked gate and walked into the cemetery. Someone screamed and grabbed one of my friends, and we all jolted and laughed about it. Then the laughter stopped. Across the tombstones, we saw a woman who was dressed in white. It looked like she was wearing a wedding dress. Her head was down, and it seemed like she was walking toward us. The little flashlight beam was pointed in her direction. My friend's flashlight flickered off. We just stood there, frozen, as she approached. She stopped at a small tombstone, and we didn't dare move. My flashlight flickered off as well, and now it was nearly complete darkness. Someone whispered we should get the hell out of there, 
and as I shook the flashlight and hit it against my palm, it started back up. The light pointed towards the woman, who was almost directly in front of us at this time. We were paralyzed with fear, but soon found ourselves running for the car in terror. She had lifted her gaze from the tombstone to us, and she didn't have a face. It was just black, nothing, nothing was there. No features, no eyes, nothing. Needless to say, none of us returned to the cemetery, and I've since moved on to a different job. I've never driven down that road again and make sure I detour around that cemetery. Story number two, desperate for a ghostly friend. When I was six years old, I had this very strong belief that Casper, the friendly ghost, could be my friend. I was an only child, so I was pretty lonely, and I wanted to make him show up. I tried to see him at night, to make him appear and be my friend, but it never worked. One mid-afternoon, I was laying in bed, bored, and tired from running around outside all day. I turned over in my bed, and I'm looking at my closed room door, just daydreaming and thinking about how great it would be to have Casper as my friend. Suddenly, the room kind of went dark. I looked out the window, but it appeared to be nighttime. I turned to look around my room, and I saw something. A man-sized figure looking at me in a Spider-Man stance, like he's about to jump on me. I started wondering what my dad was doing in my room and what he was up to. But then I heard my mom and dad talking in the kitchen. So I quickly pulled my blanket over my face, not sure what to think, not even shedding a tear or breathing differently, or calling out to my parents. Then I woke up the next day with no memory of this event or what happened the rest of the day. I only retained this memory after this event. When my father said we had to move rather abruptly because he didn't like the ghost in the house. Let us take a break from these ghost stories and tell you something a little less scary. Hey guys, if you are looking for some great travel advice, check out www.experiencethis360.com. There are some amazing travel guides to cities such as San Diego, Memphis, and Phoenix, and locations like Italy and France as well as exotic locations like India and Thailand. You can read the travel guides at experiencethis360.com or listen to them as a podcast. You can find the podcast on their website or at your favorite podcast directory like iTunes, Stitcher, or Player FM. There are also great travel articles and topics, including how to fly to Europe super cheap or where to find the cheapest and best backpack for travel. Check it out at www.experiencethis360.com. Now, back to our Halloween special. Story number three, The Ghost of a Cat.
I was about nine when this happened. It was about three to four in the morning. I awoke to my cat running up and down the hallway super fast. I got out of bed and into the hallway to see why he was being so crazy. When I got to the hall, he ran past me and into my room. I followed him back to my room, which was lit up by the moonlight. He was there having a stare off with another cat. And we only had one cat. They were positioned like cats when they're about to fight, but I didn't hear any growling. I moved very slowly towards the light switch to turn it on, and the strange cat looked up at me. I flicked the switch, and as soon as the light came on, this strange cat was gone, and my cat walked away like nothing had happened. Story number four, The Night Shift. I work in a small private company where we encode documents and we work on the third floor of this small building and the only entrance to my office is to take the back door of the building to get to the stairs to the entrance of my office. The first floor is a small local bank, while the second floor is abandoned and is currently being remodeled. Well, in the office, we had a lot of unspoken rules, but the one that really got my attention was the rule of never ever go to the second floor alone. This is because apparently there have been some rumors that our second floor is haunted and a ghost would regularly make its presence known to those that go there during the night shift. Our boss even had it blessed four times already, ever since we got the building, but the haunting still continued. One time, the bathrooms on our floor weren't working, so we had to use the second floor bathrooms. Two of my female co-workers, Jen and Anne, decided to use this bathroom on the second floor. They asked me and another male co-worker, Rymark, to join them, because they were scared to go alone. Me and the other co-worker didn't mind because we were looking for an excuse to go out and have a smoke break. Once we got to the second floor, we turned on the lights and the girls went to the bathroom while me and the other male co-worker were by the pantry of the room just outside the bathroom smoking. After about five minutes, me and the other co-worker heard movement from the room beside us and we even joked around that the haunting had started. But then we convinced ourselves that it was probably just rats. When the girls finished doing their business and turned off the lights to the bathroom, and as we were about to leave, we heard the bathroom toilet flush and the lights in the bathroom turned back on. Rymark and Anne decided to go back and investigate and to turn off the lights. But the moment they turned, I felt really cold and a chill run down my spine as I began to hear movement from the room I was in. I felt someone hold on to my hand and when I looked up, it was Jen holding on to my hand and looked scared and then we both saw one of the chairs in the office move as if someone moved it to sit down. I quickly covered Jen's mouth before she could scream. We just stood there, looking at the empty chair. I could picture someone sitting there, looking back at us, smiling. It felt like an eternity until we heard a scream from the bathroom and I saw Weimark and Anne running towards us, and all four of us ran back to the third floor. They were both pale, white, 
and shaking. They told us that when they were going to turn off the lights in the bathroom and when they got inside, they both saw the faucet on the sink turning and water flowing and the toilet flushed again. Then the light turned off on its own. They both stood in fear until they both swear on their lives that they heard someone whispering something to them. And that is when they screamed and ran out. When we entered the office, we were all visibly shaken, and our shift manager looked at us and said, Second floor? Let me guess. The first room? I was in shock because how did she know we went to the first room, and why was she so casual? We mumbled for a response, and she just replied with, He doesn't like it when a lot of people go to his room. I have no idea how she can be this casual about what was happening. But safe to say, I never went back to the second floor again, and I asked for a day shift. And on to the next story. The Dark Child. When I was really young, I saw a ghost. I remember it clearly. I suddenly woke up in the middle of the night for no apparent reason. I thought I would go get a glass of water or something, so I was about to get out of bed. But as I was about to get the blankets off of me, I saw a really young child ghost literally laying on top of my stomach and staring right at me. He was pitch black in color. But I could see his outline, and the whites of his eyes were really noticeable, even in the dark. I was so scared and tried to wake up my parents, who were both sleeping next to me, but they wouldn't wake up. And when I looked to their sides under the blanket, there were so many bugs crawling around on their bodies. I got so scared that I just covered everything with the blanket and tried to get back to sleep. I managed to sleep. And in the morning when I woke up, there were so many maggots all over the floor. My parents didn't notice them for some reason until I pointed them out. They were surprised and had to vacuum the whole floor. I told them about the ghost I saw the night before, and they believed me. I am not sure why, but maybe they have seen the dark child too. Our next story, The Haunted Country House. When I was six, my mom, her boyfriend at the time, and I moved into this nice, small house in the country. It was a dream home. We were very poor, so this was a dream come true. Or at least it was at first. The first thing that we noticed was the ladybugs. They were everywhere. Dead though. My mom would clean them and the next day or two another batch of ladybugs all over the place, all dead. Then when we went out and came back, all of our picture frames hanging on the walls were slanted. This happened many times. We would fix and straighten them only to find them crooked the next day. Then, one night, I was sleeping in my bed. My room was across from my mom's, and I was staring at the wall. You know, that feeling you get when something just isn't right? 
yeah, it was that. Just a gut feeling saying, don't turn around, don't turn around, do not turn around. I tried to go back to sleep, but I couldn't. So I turned around and there it was, a figure. It was formed in my laundry that I had laid on the ground. I ran out of my room, passing it, and woke up my mom. Now being almost 20, I would say, oh, that's just a bad dream and whatnot. Until my mom went into my room, turning on the light, and she said, did you do this? My clothes were scattered all over the floor. The last thing that happened to me scared me for years. I was using the washroom, doing my thing, and you know as a kid how when you flush it, it can be the coolest thing ever to watch it go down? Well, I did, and when I turned to wash my hands, there was a man standing there. There was no way he could have gotten in. My mom was in the kitchen right near the only door. No windows were big enough for a grown man to crawl through. My mom describes me screaming as something she has never heard before. She ran in and asked me what had happened. I told her there was a man there watching me. It wasn't long after we moved out, but I still wonder about that house, that country house. It's been nearly 14 years. And now, our next story. The Shadow Figures. Growing up, I remember many experiences seeing dark, shadow human silhouettes of varying sizes moving around and attempting to interact with me. However, I'm going to tell you about the ones I have had within the past few months as I want to hear your reaction to them and what you may think these things are. One experience involved me being wide awake. It was only 8 p.m. and the sun hadn't even set. I was sitting in my bed watching Murder, She Wrote. I lived alone at this point, living in a completely different province as my parents. I looked up and immediately fixed my eyes on the closet. Inside, I saw a figure of a man. It was entirely black and stood still, apart from its head that was tilting back and forth. My immediate reaction was thinking it was my dad, which in hindsight made no sense at all. I called out saying, Dad, what are you doing? Dad! Completely forgetting we weren't even in the same province. As I kept calling out to the figure, it slowly faded. My second most recent experience occurred at 2 a.m. This time I was sleeping. I woke up and rolled over to grab my water off the nightstand. As I sat up and took a few sips of water, I looked to the side of my bed and saw the shadow figure of a small boy, probably around the age of four. Again, the figure was completely black, and for some reason, although I couldn't make out anything, I knew that this was a boy with suspenders and an old cap on. I don't know how to describe the feeling, I just knew that he wasn't from our time. When these things happen, my first reaction is usually to stay calm, and I'm usually not too scared of what is happening since I've dealt with it for as long as I can remember, so I leaned over and turned on the side table light. As I turned on the light, the figure slowly faded away. Lastly, 
The most recent that happened was only three nights ago, and it was the one that left me the most uneasy so far. I currently live with my boyfriend. I go to bed around 9 every night, but he usually stays up until the early hours in the morning. I was in bed, it was almost 8, and I was watching movies. Again, it was still light out at this time, but we have blackout blinds which were pulled down so the room was quite dark. As I was watching my show, something dark partially covered the screen so I looked up from my phone. My first thought was that it was my boyfriend coming into the bedroom to get something. As I focused on the dark figure at the end of my bed, it began to slowly bend down while walking forward. It looked like it paused for about two seconds between each step and then bent forward, and then took a step, then bent forward. I started laughing because I thought my boyfriend was just screwing with me, but the figure then kneeled down at the end of my bed and I began to get nervous that my boyfriend would jump up at me if I leaned over the end. This entire time, I had been asking, Babe, what are you doing? And as I got out of bed to look over the edge, my boyfriend walked into the room to plug in his phone. And now our last tale, appropriately named... The Podcast Ghost. I usually listen to podcasts during my commute, but I sometimes like to listen to them in bed as a way to relax. My podcast playlist varies from comedy shows to storytelling to the paranormal. I recently started listening to Unsolved Mysteries of the World and was binge listening to a bunch of episodes. I got up from bed to get a drink listening to the podcast on my Bluetooth headset. As I walked towards the kitchen, the podcast was interrupted by some strange whispering. I thought it was odd, but thought it was probably the podcast itself interrupting with a strange sound. I continued on, poured my drink and swung it back. As I was returning to the bedroom, the same whisper effect started again. This time, it said something I could understand. I stopped in the hallway and swung around to see if anything was there. The voice in my headset said, I can see you. I removed the headset and turned on the hall lights. Now, I thought the podcast host was just messing with people. It had to be. I went back to the bedroom and retrieved my phone and rewound the podcast to the point I can remember getting up and getting a drink. This time there was no strange whisper sounds and no voices. I decided at that time to turn on the TV and lay off the podcast for that night. A few days later I started listening again, enjoying a podcast while working on my laptop. I had my Bluetooth headphones on and again I heard a whispering sound. Next, I felt something on my shoulder, like a hand. I turned quickly around and nothing was there. I turned off the podcast and took off the headphones. I decided to watch some YouTube videos to clear my mind. I honestly thought I was going a bit crazy. After clearing my mind and thinking it was all in my head, I went back to work and put the podcast on, a retro comedy podcast, something light. 
I also decided to keep the lights on in the room. After about 10 minutes into the podcast, I could hear the whispers again. I felt something on my shoulder, but this time, I didn't turn around. I looked into my laptop screen, and with the lights, I could see a reflection of myself and what was behind me. Thank you for listening to our Halloween special. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast directory. Have a safe and happy Halloween. And remember, as you are listening to this podcast, do not turn around. You never know what is behind you. I see.